This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call here at 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Joining us this morning, he's here. He's well, he's halfway clear. He's Tony Shore. Tony, what's happening? Well, I've had a great week so far, Travis. It's It's been a good one. And you and I saw each other at a financial conference recently, just last week. And that was fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, that was a, that was a good time. That was, that was my first in-person conference since the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, my first in-person conference since the COVID. And it was great to see you there. I know that, uh, I think it's great that you get together with other top advisors from around the country and you guys put your minds together to tackle, you know, how can we better help our clients, things like that, and looking at investments and where things are headed. And I know you heard from uh, some experts in the field as well during the conference. So that's great. And I think that's really great for your clients and our listeners to know that you're constantly staying on top of this stuff, you know, not just resting on your laurels, but uh, really actively uh, staying involved and up on all the changes and, you know, things are changing rapidly, aren't they? Well, Tony, uh, you know, so many times I think we get, we get caught up and we get, we get out on our own little Island and we kind of get tunnel vision. We focus on, you know, just, just keeping our nose to the grindstone, serving our clients when, like you said, in actuality, and, and this is just my opinion. I mean, obviously everyone has one. If you don't, if you don't take yourself out of that situation and, and go and listen to others and learn, then you're not doing yourself any service and you're not doing your clients any service because the moment you think you've got it all figured out, you don't. The moment you think you know it all, you don't. So it's always good to go and listen and learn and what strategies are working, what strategies are benefiting others' clients. And, you know, our industry as a whole, you know, we're, uh, we, 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 we tend to share, right? We, we have an idea, we have a concept, that's the purpose of getting together with other other advisors and you know just sitting around and sharing <clears throat> of what types of strategies can really benefit or impact our clients and and I think that's really important so yeah it was it was a good time we we had a ball and I got to go to a Minnesota Twins game that was awesome as well oh, uh, it's a yep. great field isn't it a it is field is it beautiful. is yeah. got to go see the Tigers I actually went and saw the Tigers uh, play the Oakland Athletics back in May of 16 so uh, oh wow 
Yep. So that was uh, that was pretty interesting, um, and saw a lot of the same players. But uh, but yeah, the the Twins game was pretty neat. I saw um, who was it? I'm trying to remember their DH. He hit a bomb. Uh, hit a hit a home run. It was awesome. Yeah. And uh, I might have been there the same night. What night were you at the Twins game? That was on. Let's see. That would have been Tuesday night. Tuesday. When did I go to the Twins game? I think I went Thursday, but they were playing Detroit and they hit a few home runs that night too. Yeah, they were the Tuesday was the start of the three yeah. game series. Uh, I wish I could have gone Thursday, but my flight left. Uh, it was Prince night. I mean, yes, how, that's I mean, the night yeah, I went. How, how do you not go for Prince night? I'm like, man, why can't I get my flight on Friday? Yeah, um, and I got a free Prince hat. Yeah, really. That's cool. what I'm saying. I mean, collectors hat. How how do you go to Minneapolis and not get a Prince hat? Yeah. I, I did, and it, the first 10,000 people at the Prince night got a hat, and it was the last Twins home game. So I was there Thursday night. It's, we just missed each other there, but uh, oh, yeah. hanging out in Minnesota. Well, uh, what are we talking about today? Let's jump into our topic because I know you have a lot to cover. You know, one of the things, one of the things that that I I look for feedback not only from you know obviously going to to conferences and and uh, being able to cut to to congregate and uh, fellowship with advisors, but also I learn a lot from our from the courses we teach. Uh, I know that that uh, our our attendees are there to learn from me, but I also learn from them through feedback. And we are currently teaching uh, this this semester's offering. Uh, we've got one one coming up in Savannah at, at uh, Savannah Technical College in October. We've got another one coming up in November. If you're interested, go to their website, check it out. You can sign up right there online. But you know, one of the things from from this past offering that I really I've really kind of kind of seen a trend is the mis the misunderstanding of of the true types of money, right? Of what is true tax diversification. Because, you know, so many times we get caught up and, you know, we've talked about CPAs on here and the fact that we get into conversations that, you know, CPAs are tend to try to limit your taxes in the current year, but as a financial planner, as a CFP, I'm looking at how can we limit your taxes, not only for this year, but for, for the next 20 years, right? And sometimes that, that requires a little bit of pain today so that we can enjoy the rest tomorrow. Uh, now, at the end of the day, it, it all boils down to the different types of money. So uh, let's let's talk about the types of money and tax diversification, Tony. Um Typically, you have three. You have pre-tax, which typically is going to going to be IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, 412is. I mean, it's going to be the whole alphabet and numeric soup, okay? And a lot of set uh, simples, uh, etc. A lot of this is due to us trying to avoid paying taxes in the current year, using them as deferral uh, mechanisms so that we can take some money today. <clears throat> use it as deferred comp we're going to take it out later on because as we have heard over and over and over you're going to be taking it out at a much lower tax rate well maybe that's the case and maybe that's not the case because right now we've got five years left on the tax cuts and jobs act and if nothing else changes okay nothing else changes 
we have a current, uh, let's see, our current tax code is, let's just do married filing joint, and then we'll jump to single. Married filing joint, if you if your taxable income is up to $19,900, you are going to pay 10% tax on that. That's the 10% marginal rate. Anything 19901 to $81,050, you are going to pay 12%, and it's going to go up from there, right? Next is 22, 24, 32, etc. But even if the the draconian type tax increases don't happen in five years, when the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act expires, those rates are going to change. They're going to they're not going to be the 10, 12, 22, et cetera. They're going to be the 10, 15, 25, et cetera. So we know that tax rates are potentially going to increase long term. And what we also can can safely assume is if we don't take action today, we are literally asking to pay more taxes tomorrow. That that is is evident in this in this scenario. I mean, if you think about it, if you know, Tony, that you could go and pay 20 percent effectively, because if you're paying 15 versus 12, that's a 20 percent reduction in your tax rate. If you could pay 20% less or buy something on sale for 20% today, why would you wait till tomorrow to pay 25 or 20% more? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. So, and uh, you know, I don't. I don't think that a lot of people are taking advantage of that. Um, you know, one of the things that I hear a lot is, you know, well, well, what happens? I, I'm just, I'm afraid that the government's going to make all that taxable later on, and I'm not going to be able to 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 actually have that type of money and they're going to change the rules. I don't think that's the case. We've talked about it before. The baby boomers are, in my opinion, the largest lobby uh, generation. They have the largest amount of money in these types of accounts. And I think that a politician would rather tickle a tiger's rear end in a phone booth than decide that they're going to raise or change the rules or raise taxes on income that they've already promised is going to be taxed at a certain rate or at no rate. So, I really do think if you're not if you're not taking advantage of it because you're truly just worried that that's what's going to happen, I really think you're missing the boat because you need to make sure that you have tax diversification just like you have investment diversification, right? You don't put all your eggs in one basket for a reason. And, you know, we have three types. Pre-tax is the first. That's, once again, that's your your tax deferral. We have after-tax, which is like your brokerage accounts. Let's say that, you know, maybe when you were working, you put, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month or a hundred bucks a month, whatever. You're buying Apple. You're buying your your individual equities or you're investing, putting in mutual funds, and you're going to pay capital gains or dividend rates. Well, for those that are under, let's just say, I would say with the current potential changes, if you're under 250,000, I think you're going to be okay. Um, I, I don't, I don't have any reason to think that you, you won't be okay. So if you are retiring and let's say that your income falls below that level, well, you really need to think about how much you have in that bucket because you could really do some really heavy tax diversification. Because if your income falls below 80,800 or if it falls below the married filing joint 12% bracket, Tony, guess what your guess what your capital gains rate on on cap gains, long-term capital gains and qualified dividends is. Guess what? What? Zero. 
So if you can keep your taxable wow. income below that threshold, you effectively pay no tax when you sell that asset or harvest those gains. Wow. And, you know, most or many people have pre-tax. Some have the after-tax we just talked about. But, Tony, one of the things I see more and more and more is very little to any have Roth. You know, I'm, I'm talking about less than, from our experience, less than 15 to 20 percent of total households actually have even started a Roth. Like maybe they put in five grand or 10 grand or, you know, whatever over their, their whole working career. They really enter retirement without having anything in this account. You know, uh, we we think about taxes, I think, and not the entire picture. We're not we're not giving ourselves uh, the the proper perspective, because when you are entering retirement or you're in retirement, you you actually need to break down taxes into two categories. One is provisional income and two is ordinary income. Now, ordinary income, we're all familiar with. That's basically whatever you take, whatever you make, you're going to pay tax on, right? Uh, provisional income, a little bit different because when you take Social Security, and this is why we really also harp on Social Security so much, when you take Social Security, if you can limit your provisional income, then, you know, maybe instead of having 85% taxed, maybe it's only up to 50% or maybe it's zero, right? If you're married filing joint, anything provisional income wise under 32,000, you pay how much in tax? Zero. So using your different sources of income, whether they be social security, whether they be pre-tax, after-tax, Roth, doesn't matter. If, if you have diversification, you can essentially build your plan to fit your needs. And at the end of the day, you know, a lot of times we see, you know, conventional wisdom was, you know, spend this account first and that account second and this account third. Well, that that may have worked in some some scenarios, but now we're starting to see the possibility of, of taxes really changing in the future. So if that's the case, you know, maybe it makes more sense, Tony, to to play it like a big game of Jenga. Maybe you take a, a your Social Security as your base block and then you take a sliver of pre-tax and a sliver of after-tax and a, a small amount of Roth and you essentially build your income tower to limit the taxes that you pay. Now, if you if all you do is you your strategy is to take Social Security as soon as you're eligible at 62, uh, and then you're gonna just make up the difference between pre-tax accounts, well, here's the problem. You're not doing any tax planning. You're not doing any tax diversification. And at the end of the day, you're just going to pay whatever the default is because you have, you have literally painted yourself in a corner and you've given yourself no outs. Because there are some times when you're going to need more income in retirement. There's sometimes when you're not going to need as much in retirement. So by being able to, to ebb and flow, if you will, with the income in your accounts, it really makes a huge difference and it gets you to what I call your magic number of allocation because your magic number may not need to be what someone else's is. Okay. So let's, let's think about the, the three categories again, 
pre-tax, post-tax, Roth, okay? So obviously first one's tax as ordinary income, second's gonna be tax at capital gain income, third's gonna be tax at Roth rates or zero, okay? Well, if you start out and you have zero in after-tax or Roth, well, if you're say 60 years old, six, uh, what I call the sweet spot of retirement, 60 to 72 years old, because chances are you're going to start uh, the retirement process or you're going to be retiring. Uh, but at 72 is when you take your RMD. So that's when you start to actually have a little bit of coercion. You're forced to take distributions, going to limit some of what you can do. But in that 12 year window of 60 to 72, why would it not make sense, Tony, to take a little bit of that money off the table? Take small bites of the apple, right? And based on how you build your income plan, if you're maximizing Social Security, what you're doing is you're taking the pressure off of your retirement assets. You're putting, you're literally putting a a foundation, a solid foundation. We can we can argue whether or not you think that Social Security is going away. I think if if you really think that, I think someone's done a great job of scaring you. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, Social Security for baby boomers, I really have nothing to indicate that it's going to be in any kind of peril. So I just want to make that statement. But Social Security is very important to how you plan and not just for you, but for your spouse. And I will get to that in just a moment. But if you're if you're planning for your around your Social Security for you and your spouse, well, Tony, let's say, for instance, um, you need, say, six thousand dollars okay a month to live Let, let's just pick a number okay. and if you take social security and let's say between you and your spouse uh you're able to draw say three thousand well then you've got to make up three thousand dollars a month right you 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 needed six you got three from social security that leaves you with three remaining to produce well if if you can split the difference and you already have the diversification, then basically a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, that's gonna allow you to what? To potentially pay less tax because at those rates, you're probably not gonna pay capital gains at today's rates. Now, could Washington change that? Sure they could. But at today's rates, probably not gonna pay any taxes on the capital gains and the dividend rates in the after-tax bucket. We obviously know you're not gonna pay anything on the Roth bucket. And if your provisional income, and because you've done it that way, your provisional income, you actually may have zero of your social security taxable. Guess how much tax you would then pay on the pre-tax, Tony? And I know I told you there'd be no math, but guess <laughs> but guess how much you would pay on the pre-tax bucket in that category? Zero. Yep. Because Nothing. most people fail to understand in today's tax environment, uh, itemization has really kind of gone the way of the dodo bird. Yeah. Um, it really doesn't benefit you. But if you're married filing joint right now, you have a $25,100 standard deduction. And then if you and your spouse are over age 65, you get another 1350 on top. So around $27,800. So if you've eliminated, because of, of your tax diversification, if you've eliminated Social Security tax, you don't pay tax on Roth, you don't pay tax on the capital gains and dividend rates because you're under that 12% marginal rate, Right. then if you only need 12000 from your pre-tax to make up the difference and you have a $27,000 deduction, how much do you pay in tax? 
Nothing. Zero. Yeah. So that's the reason Talk why I about say minimizing your tax burden. Minimize your tax. I don't know. I don't know if zero's uh, any bigger hero. I mean, it's zero's it my is, hero. Zero's my hero. I mean, it is yep. what it is. Because take the same scenario, and all of a sudden now, because of the way Social Security is taxed only, because of the way provisional income is calculated, because it's it's your adjusted gross income, not including Social Security, your tax-exempt interest. So so let's pause for a second. The tax-exempt interest that everyone, you know, uh, oh, I'm going to buy Georgia munis or I'm going to buy South Carolina munis because they're federal and state tax-free. Well, in your provisional income calculation, it asks for your tax-exempt interest. So if you don't pay directly in taxes on those accounts, but it makes another account taxable in the process, is it truly tax-free? No, it's not. So then you add that plus your 50% of your Social Security benefit. Well, if all you do is you take from pre-tax and you just take the 3000 which would be 36000 a year from pre-tax, which is ordinary income, and you have the 3000 coming in, which is 36000 from Social Security, well, guess what? You're now probably going to see that Social Security income taxed up in the up to 85% or at least up to 50% tax rate. So you literally just volunteered to pay taxes because you didn't take the time to tax diversify while you had the opportunity. And if you're in that category, if you're in the 60 to 72 category, folks, you have time to right the ship. You're above ground every day that we are able to to get out of bed, put our feet on the floor and choose to march forward. We can change our outcome. You do not have to settle. It is something that can be changed. It's just up to you on whether or not that changes. Now, uh, one of the things, Tony, I do want to mention, uh, if if we have callers that out there that have questions, uh, what I'm going to start doing as of this week is every week I will give for the first three callers, I will schedule what I call 20 minute ask me anything sessions. If you have a question well, awesome. about anything that we all we at we talk about on the show, no obligation, no 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 pressure whatsoever. I will give you, I will give the first three callers a 20 minute, ask me anything session. You can ask me anything you want. I will give you my utmost honest opinion. And that is something we're going to do for our callers starting going forward. But the reason just to put a bow on this, Tony, the reason that I put so much emphasis on this is when a spouse loses a their when when a husband and wife one of them passes away and a spouse loses their spouse they will literally see their taxes almost double because what you don't realize is if we don't do tax diversification while both of you are still here with us when one of you passes away Right now, a married filing joint couple can get $81,000, $81,050 and still stay in the 12% tax rate. When a when someone loses their spouse and you have a single, so the year after your spouse dies, you're going to file as a single, the top of the 12 is cut to 40,525. So that means the money they were paying 12% on, they're going to pay 22 on between 40 and $86,000. So Tony I've never seen a, a power company send half a light bill. I've never seen a half a water bill. I've never seen half a cable bill. And I've also never seen a, a surviving spouse 
spouse's uh, income need cut in half. That's something that you have to take into consideration. That's why you need tax diversification and the three types of money. Sure. A uh, great show today. A lot of great tips. And I think it's important uh, to note one more time really quick that you're offering those uh, three consultations uh, people can ask you anything. Those sessions. Absolutely. 877 yeah. 877-269-0839. First three callers, 20 minutes. It's yours. All right. Well, thanks, Travis. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.